Hey guys, welcome to the Pod Bites Podcast, where we take big ideas and condense them into small bites of wisdom that you can apply to your day immediately. Today's inspiration comes from episode 45 of the Quiet Ones Podcast, titled How to Love Your Body, Intuitive Eating. There is a link to this episode in the show notes if you are interested in finding out more. Today's topic is intuitive eating. You may have heard of this before, but let's define the concept. The dictionary defines it as a non-diet approach to health and wellness, but I like the host's definition better. She defines it as building skills to get back in touch with hunger and fullness cues while building tools around self-trust, self-confidence, emotional processing, and more. It's a way of making food easy and taking the guilt away. So what does intuitive eating look like? Oddly enough, intuitive eating has very little to do with food. Hear me out. We have discussed in the past that thoughts, feelings, and actions are intertwined. For example, you have a presentation to do tomorrow and you start thinking about what you need to do to get ready, but you're not really confident and suddenly you're feeling anxious, your heart is beating rapidly, palms are sweating, and then you call out sick, try to overprepare, or do whatever you do when you're feeling anxious. Intuitive eating reverse engineers this process. So if we start with the action, which is eating X, we can then pause for a second and think about what we're feeling. Do you feel happy, anxious, bored, sad, mad? Just take a second and identify that emotion. From there, you can do a quick scan and see what you are just thinking about or just doing. Do you have a hard conversation? Were you mindlessly scrolling through social media or watching TV? Were you just watching the news? Did you just make an awesome new connection or have a great conversation that inspired you? Once you can identify the thought that led to the feeling that is now leading to the action, you can make a conscious decision about that action. You can now choose to eat the thing and feel good about it or not eat the thing and feel good about it. Intuitive eating views food as a tool. We can be triggered to misuse this tool when we are in a scarcity mindset. For example, when we see our usual things missing from the grocery store shelves or believe we won't have access to something in the future. We can also misuse the tool of food when we are feeling emotions that we don't have ways to manage or that are too big for us right now. These could be anxiety, stress, boredom, anything really. Emotional eating is also normal. It says to our brain, You are safe, there is plenty, but it's still just a tool. If this is the only tool you have, it might be an issue. Think about it like this. If you have a hammer in your toolbox, but you need to make a hole in the wall, it could work. Probably not great, but you can definitely put a hole in the wall with a hammer. However, if you were consciously expanding your toolkit and added a drill, a screwdriver, and maybe a wrench, you could probably do what you needed to do more effectively and efficiently. Same thing goes with eating. Eating is a tool in our kit, but if it's our only tool for emotional regulation, we're in trouble. What are the benefits of intuitive eating? This will differ for each person, but the main goal is to get out of the mindset found in diet culture. Many times looking at Instagram, advertisements, TV shows and the like, we are presented with a specific group of people or a specific look. Right now, it tends to be more petite, athletic women and large chiseled men. If you happen to fit into that category, then great. But if not, there's a message sent that says you're not good enough. 
You're not quite there. You could have all of this if you were just in a smaller body right now. These messages are all lies, but sometimes it's very hard for us to spot and identify. Here's an exercise you can try today. Take a sheet of paper and at the top, write this question. What do I believe would change in my life if I were in a smaller body? Then take some time and think about it. What are some of the things you've been putting off until hitting your goal weight? What are some of the things your brain is telling you? It could be things like, I would be more comfortable with my partner. I would have more confidence in myself. I would be able to play more with my children. I would buy cute clothes for myself. I would find my dream job. Then really evaluate that list. Are those things you can only do in a smaller body? If not, then do one of those things today and show yourself that you can take steps towards your dreams no matter what size your body is. Resources. These thoughts, feelings, and actions are all packed in together, and a lot of what we do around food is done without conscious thought. So if this is a technique that interests you, I highly recommend finding some support. I will put a link to an intuitive eating coach in the show notes for you, but you can also look for local groups, local treatment centers, and our running groups for people who are trying to get support and education around using food as a tool. If you consciously choose to eat something, then you will feel better about that choice. It's the unconscious eating that makes us feel shame and guilt afterward. Again, it's not about removing the hammer from the toolbox. It's about collecting other tools as well that can help us on our fitness and health journeys. That's it for today. If you guys like this content, please give us a five-star rating and review us on whatever platform you're listening with. Also, if you have a friend who could benefit from this information, pass it along. We would love to meet someone new. Thanks for tuning in. I'll talk with you next time.